Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a matter of fact, my relatives in... Uh, uh, in Mayo, uh, just dedicated a, uh, my uh, Lorita, one of my cousins, uh, headed up the, uh, the hospice effort for cancer, not just cancer, but hospice in, uh, in Ireland. And they just dedicated a new significant facility to uh, my son, Bo Biden, who, uh, who died of, uh, of, of cancer. And so everything between Ireland and uh, the United States runs deep. Uh, T-shirt, our, our joys, our sorrows, our passion, our drive, and our unrelenting optimism and hope. Hello, everybody, and Don't you're all very welcome to, to the Tommy, Hector, and Rita podcast. I have a question for you. All right. Yes. If someone you love has a habit of cool. not flushing the jacks after them, what should you do? Flush it mm. when you go in there, depending on like, what the, oh, the status bad. of that's the toilet. Bad. That oh. is one of the, but the crimes against cardinal sins of the house. It, 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 but what if you're visiting people and oh, no, this person you love goes into the bathroom? Should you swing in straight <laughs> uh, after? There's a bit of an innuendo. <laughs> he won't look at me when he's talking about this. I have an awful habit, Tommy, of using your toilet. I like your toilet in your house. Are you having, don't, is there anyone that's done it? Visiting your house in the last couple of weeks, that is. Well, I, I have noticed one thing is that uh, men from Donegal don't flush the jacks after having a piss. Have you noticed that? <laughs> men from Donegal specifically. Men, because I have been on the road with men from Donegal for the past twenty-five years, and they have. <laughs> it's like they were reared in a county where piss isn't considered a, a flushable Offensive. thing. Yeah. <laughs> have you noticed that? But maybe they're trying to be, cons- uh, you know, conserve the water, and you know, like. Even We're gonna be flushing all the water. The toilet. There's no need to build a bit of pee. Like a bit of pee. There's no one, no harm. Nobody. You know exactly. what I mean? Another thing. It was. Uh, I had. It was a big moment for me, at the weekend that I'd like to share with you. A fucking traumatic moment. I think it's a sad moment. It's a sad moment in my life, but it fucking happened, and I, I want to share it with you. Would you mind if I shared it I, with I, you? Here, okay here. Okay I've been staying in hotels. For the past 30 years, hotels all over the fucking world and I've been going mad in them. Right. Cocaine, fights, broken teeth, whiskey, <laughs> sleeping on the floor, sleeping upside down. Just mayhem. <laughs> For me, hotels was always the rock and roll out. You go into a hotel and 
the fucking let the debauchery begin, begin, <laughs> and, and you're a man in a hotel, yeah. and you're you're involved, you're in the entertainment business, and what happens in a hotel room fucking stays in a hotel room because you're a legend, and you're fucking you drink whiskey first thing in the morning in a hotel, and you fights you, you ring up a rent boy, and you beat the fuck out of him inside in the room. And, <laughs> You put a leather hood in his head and you'd lock him in the jacks the for a day and a half. Hotels rooms are always they always offer you the prospect of mayhem. Right. Right. Well an awful thing happened to me over the weekend. Now it was something that I I'd, I'd done myself, I've known to blame it myself, but it's it just shows me where I'm at as a man. Will I tell you what it was? Yes. For the first yeah, time um, in my life ever. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> I brought a pair of pajamas to the hotel room. <laughs> oh my god! And you were actually there Don't by yourself. You and I, I was packing up on. I uh, head up to the hotel oh. on Saturday morning, and I was packing, and I was thinking, well, what? Like, I was going to be two nights <laughs> in the hotel. And I was thinking, well, what should I be at? Well, I'll, uh, I hope it's a great opportunity to go to bed early. But <laughs> I can't be walking around comfortable in the nip. <laughs> and it was quite cold last week, so. Yeah, so yeah. I packed a pair of oh. pajamas. Uh, do you want to hear the worst news? Slippers. Oh. Worse again, worse again. No, 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 no. So stay in the hotel for two nights. Somebody knocks on your door. No, no. Stay in the hotel for two nights. And after night one, I took off my pajamas and I folded them and I put them under the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's no set. There's no oh, help Jesus for you. Jesus Christ. I'm an old man. Is, is that? You are. I'm yeah, an old yeah. man. Fuck it. I've been telling you that for a week. A pair of pyjamas to Dublin. I was watching something reminded me of you know those reeling back the years but it wasn't that oh, sheer nashaskadi. I fucking love that. Yeah. yeah. I wish it was th- I would love to be alive in the 70s again. Would you? I fucking love it. That's, Sideburns and yeah. slow cars and <laughs> flared trousers. And women addicted to fucking slimline tonics and complan. <laughs> and sim- Vols- four boys, six lads getting out of the back of a Volkswagen about 14 pints of stout. Yeah, I love, I'm, yeah. I'm men in Farah slacks and Farah jackets, McGee, and, McGee the ha- jackets. and the hats. You get a hat when you were eight, you wouldn't take it off till you'd met the devil. Do you know what I mean? I just yeah, fucking yeah. love old so stuff. So was there less rules or... It was just more Irish. A hundred people in the dressing room of a match. They yeah. all lying in on top of each other smoking Smoke. fags. People, people coming on the Late Late Show with fucking eight fags and a glass of whiskey. <laughs> Yellow fingers <laughs> on I old love, men. fucking love that. Really? But well, I had a question big for you. Big bushy pubes and everything. I fucking love all that. Walking around with big bushy pubes. Like, what the fuck? What were they big wearing? Hairy, the... Big fucking... <laughs> Gooders. Kind of Gooders. Mo- what the fuck? Big hairy legs of yeah. men and old black socks yeah. and fucking Dubarry shoes. Moss holes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what the show you're no, watching. No, but I was so it reminded me of a time before my time, but I wanted to ask oh. you about it. About when condoms were banned in, in Ireland, when they when you couldn't buy them on the see, in the norm un, unless it yeah, was prescription we, or Yeah, but see when oh, the whole condom not. thing was before we were riding. So that whole condom thing was in, in the, the 80s. Like. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, early, you say? You early to mid 80s. We were never back. It was never a But in 1988, yeah. the condom machine was confiscated from Trinity College by the cops, by the guards. Like, that's I 1988. Was in I was in Trinity. Were yeah. you there when it happened? 
I was sure, there in the buttery we bar. Would, we wouldn't have needed a contraception like back then because all a, woman, all a woman had to do was fucking close the door of the bedroom and you're, and you're, you, you're, 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 you're spent. <laughs> do you know what I mean? If you got up into the bedroom. Oh, all. Jesus Christ. Even the, the sight of her fucking nightdress. Was just, oh, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm, after, I'm over. Uh, I'm after making a mess of myself. <laughs> and it's so good night for me. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't need condoms back then. You know, no, there was, just, um, there was just a lovely freeness to it. There was a flow to yeah. it. It would have been a great business, wouldn't it have been, for someone selling contraband condoms? I remember those machines that came into the toilets of the pubs in Ireland and there were mint and banana flavour and strawberry flavour and it was yeah. a shite. It was shite. Wasn't it? In by the urinal. <laughs> but I was just interested. We like, used to call them rubber johnnies. That yeah. was never used that word, yeah. condoms. That's yeah. just a technical term. They were in Navin, they were rubber johnnies. And tell me, as a, as a young woman... Uh, what what was your relationship to condoms like? Like, would would you would did you like them? Were they a necessary thing? Were they a pain in the backside? Were they? Well, I wouldn't know, Tommy, because I isn't she great for oh, fucking prizing? Hey. She's great for prizing all the secrets out of us. But once the fucking the cameras are turned, well, I couldn't. Well, possibly I don't know. Say, comment on I that. couldn't possibly. Say. So we want to fucking Tommy, know. I, you, were you, you carrying don't twenty have sex until you get married? Ah, come on, Larita, please. This is a podcast of the highest intimacy. <laughs> We are a family here. I am just asking. I'm asking you. Okay, Larita. Was it not the men's responsibility to have them? Well, no. have you ever been in a situation where the, uh, you might think that, uh, look, if it feels. If it you, this conversation is making you feel <laughs> uncomfortable. So I have a very, I have, I have a very easy way I'm of just loosening the flow. Let's talk okay. about Audrey. Yes. So, <laughs> let's use Audrey in the third person. So, was Audrey a gannet for the condom? Again, 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 again. This is like. Don't you know, be getting all defensive. I asked you a simple question about the story. And, we, and, we and replied, now you're we, changing it into we, women's things. We, it was the man's responsibility, was it? But you're weird to go into a pharmacy and sort of buy about seven the packets of fisherman's friends, four packets of pseudo cream, and three. And slip the condom And then underneath. say, excuse me, uh, I'll take them. Them. And yeah. they were Durex Featherlight or something. We hadn't a fucking yeah, clue. Yeah. And we'd get the packet and we'd run home and we'd be delighted. Durex Maxi Max. Maxi Max. <laughs> ultra, ultra maximum yeah. power strength. But did you feel? Dual action. The did fucking the double coat special. <laughs> Durex. Durex. Double layer. Durex high duty insulation, double max yeah. penetration <laughs> specials. <laughs> Patagonia presents. <laughs> Durex Ultra Slim Ultra Tight ultra Feather Light Yeah back in the day it was Ultra Bulk Ultra Safe Banana Somebody back from fucking Thailand I've got 150 packets of banana Johnny's boys <laughs> They Bo- were a big Boys be chewing them instead of the fucking Wrigley's <laughs> after school <laughs> Banana Johnny's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah What so, did you feel so, it was your responsibility as young males to have them in your wallets You'd never be so presumptuous that a woman would want yeah. to sleep with you to, to be carrying. But what would you do then if you For didn't? Us, it was sacred. If you didn't have one and, yeah. and, and you were naked. And it came to it. But should, it, that was never a problem. These never. things happen. They either happen and they don't happen, Larita. It's it not. Never, this was just a moment of beauty. If you can't have. It's not, like, it's, not, it's not like if you couldn't have sex, there was no, no crack to be had. Do you know what I'm saying? I get you. I get you. There was you improvised. Yeah, like put this around way. the well, no, area. Four, foreplay went on for about four days back then before yeah. the actual oh, act. Yeah, you yeah. were awful inexperienced, young fellas. Six or seven hours. Oh, you'd be bro, just full of the joys. Of sp- it was like going to bed with us, Rita. It'd be like 
be like laying down with a lamb. We were just all frisky and good natured and no no bad intentions. Not pushing and pulling and no. jumping around the not, bed. Not, not like getting fucking pinned by a dirty old ram at the smell of other sheep off him. Going to bed with us was like Oh, Frisky. Yeah. Oh, we'll be hot. We'll be fucking. Oh. Uh, mm. As the fella said to me, want to be there'd be spunk splashing all over the place. <laughs> it I wouldn't know where it was supposed to be going. It was Happy good. It was, good. It, was yeah, like, it was just it was nice. Champagne. Just, and you thought that was normal. Working the diddy. You'd be working the diddy for days. Did he work? <laughs> and you put in a good shift, Louisa. And the prince, and you the put in a good you, couple of hours on the diddy walk. You'd have locked you off on the diddy walk. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, Louisa? And if you the only got and if Tommy, and if you only got the diddy back then, you'd be happy with a good bit of diddy. A bit of diddy back then oh. was the ultimate. So how has it changed now so much? I was married. No, not ye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God bless the diddy walk. Innocent, like it was innocence, wasn't there? Diddy, diddy. We were we're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to fucking go out. Was the diddy work your favourite part? Ah, sure. Look at of the starting point. Was that the was that the go to? Ah, no. You start with it with the kissing. A bit of kissing. A bit of kissing, and then and a bit of heavy petting. Then, but where did the heavy petting start? Walk your way down onto the oceanus, down onto the neck. Yeah, onto our neck. We fucking we not on our neck. Back then, back then, love bites. You'd be. Blood coming out, but taking lumps of shit. She'd be thinking to herself, Love bites, Tommy. Oh, an awful funny story. (laughs) A friend of mine, uh, Hickey's, a friend of mine ended up in hospital with third degree burns on (laughs) Mickey. What? Yeah, why? He said he was with this young one time and he's going, Soak me, come on, soak me, come (laughs) on. And she says, she says, I don't like the taste of it. And he says, What do you like the taste of? And she says, I don't know, toothpaste. Called him Colgate Cock for the. Uh, uh, did he have to go se- to the hospital? Had to go to the hospital. No, no, no. Sensitine. Could you imagine if he said, no, 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 don't send You write them all. You know, the one, the porny one, you write them all. You write them all. And dip it into a bit of a string up. No, but Eureka, back then we were just we happy were, to we be were just there. Happy yeah, to be there. Be lying. Like, if you ever found yourself, like, and most of our courting was done outdoors. Up against wall, up against wall, yeah. or down lanes, or in a field, or in a hay barn. Yes. So it was never yeah. going. To, it was never going to be uh, escalate into. Never have a lava lamp beside the bed with a load of fucking. So if you ever found yourself in a situation where you were even to be in bed with somebody, and if if she never took off her underpants, just that didn't bother you in the slightest. You're there. She said, you know, if she was there and just in the brand the underpants. <laughs> You'd be no bother at it all. You'd just be great. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be, do you ever see a lamb just hopping around the room with the four legs? You'd be fucking hopping here and hopping there. And she'd turn over to lie in her stomach. Nah. <laughs> you'd just be destroyed with the fucking and re- relentless. And you could go again and again and again and again and again and again and again. And you couldn't believe your look, like you'd, you'd that should be there, like. Oh, that, <laughs> 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 I think your face is funnier than the noise you're making. 
you're making. <laughs> it was just the happiness of it. Oh, it was just. There's a lot of just energy. And then, and then I, how would you tell, like, retell the story to another friend? Like, you know how men, like, you talk about stuff like that. Would you say? Not really. Oh, never. I, I, didn't, no, I don't think that ever happened. You'd never say, I, oh, I, I was in a bed last night with a woman. No, like, or, no. I promise you that. It was so good natured. Yeah. And it was, I, my memory of it is of taking the kindness and the generosity of young women so seriously mm. and so genuinely that you would never be, oh yeah, and then I've won one. No, because it was stages and if you got the brow off, that was like, oh my God, and it was stages. <laughs> <laughs> And then you try to loosen the belt. You try to loosen the belt to get the hand down. Mm. Oh, you couldn't. Mm. No, no. Then, then, then that would be quiet. a different story. Because oh, oh. then you'd be into sinister. a different well, world. It gets sinister then. It gets sinister. Yeah. You don't know, you're you're un, going to be under oh, pressure then. Like. Oh, you're like oh, fucking all creatures great and small. You're like James Herriot. <laughs> and then if you what like the key was if the button if the fly if your fly was undone then it was like. Okay. But it's all my memory of it is is really really good natured. You know, so innocent. Go, go back to your question. It's just a wonderful thing, you know. Women have to be in control, don't they? As well as men, women have to be in control. So having condoms in the bag or in the same as in the wallet or the pocket. No, yeah. Lorita. Yes, can you come in on this, Lorita? <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Would you I like suppose. to? You'd almost, it, 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 you know, you'd almost prefer to take the chance of getting somebody pregnant than going through the embarrassment of going, buying it. I yeah, uh, I bought a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> like my old boxer. Well, like you know, just, but yeah. Great days. Tell me this now. Uh, looking back over your life. Looking back over your life. How many of your birthdays or birthday parties do you remember? Isn't that mad? Look, what did I write down there? So, birthdays. wow. And look Hector, at this, look at this. Hector has... All the numbers written down there. He wanted to talk about it as well. The fucking quince. Look at look 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 look. Twenty first, thirtieth, fortieth, and fiftieth. No so I um, remember my thirteenth birthday, which was at the Gaeltacht in in the Seer. Right. I remember that. I remember turn. I remember my eighteenth birthday. I was doing my fucking leave insert. Mm. I was doing yeah. insert, and my granny, the only one in my family, my granny drove over from Atlone with a fucking a slice of cake for me and oh. waited in the car park of the school until I was finished the exam and I finished and I walked in and I sat in the car beside her and she said happy birthday and I ate a slice of cake in the car. Oh, that was a nice birthday. I remember my 21st birthday mm-hmm. drinking on my own in Navin. First, I was living in Galway and I said to myself, well, sure, I'll go home for my 21st and I was half thinking it's the only way I'm going to get a couple of quid off the old pair. Yeah. I went home I headed into town, I made no arrangements and I was sitting in a fucking pub on my own in Navin drinking. Tell me, these stories are killing me. That's and the truth of it. Barcelona on your own, wandering around the streets and now you're having your 21st. So I'm 21st. Did you, not, did you not invite any of the lads? Did you have a party? I had no I was on my own drinking. But did you and have... I, and the drunker I got, the more people I was telling. It was your 21st, 21st. And no one would fucking believe me because <laughs> I was drinking on my own. <laughs> Who's this fucking unpopular Ultron that he has no pals and he's fucking drinking by himself? <laughs> my The next one I remember is I remember my 40th birthday and my wife went to great trouble of inviting all of my friends and, and we all of my family. Yeah. But we were there. Yeah. I wasn't drinking. I was the only <laughs> sober cunt in the fucking room. He was going around with a high-vis jacket making sure everyone was happy. Mm. So I didn't, I, I didn't really get to fucking let yeah, go yeah, and have yeah, crack and yeah. spill myself all over mm. the floor and Make be scooped up and be minded the following morning yeah. with your beautiful wife bringing you in you know 
you got a bit out of hand last night. Uh, but here's, we'll start the day with a glass of champagne to put you right in your head. My 50th birthday, I spent on a fucking silent Buddhist retreat. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And nobody knew it was my birthday. I was, I'd taken a vow. <laughs> you couldn't even tell anyone. I had taken a vow of silence for the 10 days. And halfway through the 10 days, I turned 50. And the, the Did big, you nudge a guy? Did you no, nudge a guy? No, but write? a fella, I was, uh, one of me. <laughs> Sign language, look. Write it down on a piece of paper. No, a fella that I uh, work with. You'd be Friended him on it. A fella that I fella that I work with is also on the silent retreat, and he knew it was my birthday. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> half, <laughs> I couldn't even say happy birthday to you. He couldn't speak. So halfway through one of the meditations, it was an open eye meditation where you just stare at the floor. Halfway through one of the meditations, I fucking glanced over at him, and he glanced over at me, and he fucking winked, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. That was my fiftieth fucking birthday. So I've had a. Disaster. So tell me about years now. Oh, tell no, me about your birthdays. Can you remember? Did you remember any of your I remember my 18th birthday. I was camping on the shores of Lake Derivara because I was working for Colossian Naveen, the Irish language, in the winter. And it was after the last summer course. And I used to run this thing called Camp of Fianish, which was the Fenian camp where I'd get a few hardcore Irish lads about 15 and 16. And we'd get a load of tents. And we'd go on these military manoeuvres in the woods down near Lake Derivara. And we'd camp on the lake. And we'd all, you teaching we'd, them Irish. We'd have all combats on us. And we'd, 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 we'd speak Irish and we'd do military manoeuvres in a, in a, in a, in a wood. <laughs> We called it the Camp of Fianish, the Fenian camp, and it was sort of like a, an extra course for the hardcore Irish speakers that were really Irish in. speakers. Yeah, the, the boys that were really into it, like raising the flag and stuff. Yes, do, but do you get my drift? I can't really elaborate a little bit. <laughs> the war is over, Hector. You're trying to spill the beans. You've got diplomatic immunity. <laughs> uh, we would be this would be the lads that would be really into Kalosh Naveen and, and, and the Gaelga and all for the cause and So uh, the flag, the, the tricolour, yeah. the United and, the the United Ireland. Yes. The enemy has to be defeated. <laughs> What um, were you doing? There's, there's a fucking 18 year old leading four fucking 15 year olds in a wood down in fucking Derivada. It was just raising a, the flag. It was just a. Dushiki! Dushiki! lads, that's your share, Clucker Bajan! Millet, even over the dish, got in a ray! Fire! Tell us, Sassanese to clown shin! And we'd, have a, we'd all have a pair of binoculars going, Fair class of luck! Cacalior! Ketao! Nila Sagam! Right! Sister Chuck! Got in a. She's her norlar! We'd crawl through the woods then. And Siggy Hughes! We'd wait then. We'd wait in the woods <laughs> with fake guns. With fake guns. <laughs> made, wood, made of what? Wood. Made of woody, woody guns. Woody guns. Cunis, come here. Right, a royal in. Kerkelior. Hop, 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 Who's got the map? Right, Thomas Unshaw points at A. Thomas Gulga points at B. Right, got did it. A royal in. Sounds like that laser cat I have place. photos of me in the Camp of Fianish. You want to see the cut of us. And would you have like, uh, do you the black markings black mark on oh, the yeah. face? And this the, was, and the this army. Was a, this was a mixture between uh, the FCA, the SAS Who Dares Wins oh, yeah. and and uh, the Irish Army. Yes. And it was, so it was my 18th birthday on it and Loch Derivara was such a special place near Crooked Wood, Crooked Wood. I love that little village outside Mullingar. But Crooked Wood was the nearest point near shop. We were self-sufficient for five days and five nights at the lake. It was a special lake. Now, can I, can I ask you a question? Um, the, 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 this, that was my, this is what you're doing, right? But was there an yeah. adult... <laughs> 
<laughs> he was the adult. No, but was there, was no, there an no adult, adult in the organisation saying, the Hector, will you take them boys away <laughs> for a bit of military training? I'm the adult. In no, that. no, but whose idea was it to take them training? This was a long-standing thing for the summer. A radical group. The, <laughs> so, was it Caliphat? <laughs> Califat 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 <laughs> This was <laughs> This was more Califat uh, Nantami <laughs> <laughs> This was for more Like you understand These these guys were going to Two or three months Of summer courses They were working as Kuntori and prefects They were already assimilated Into the cause Yeah but I want to know so, Hector, is, uh, I understand that you Are taking them out of the woods fill out a form The parents would fill out a form <laughs> But who in head office Is kind of sanctioning <laughs> What who, office? It's I, like if somebody saying Hector's taking the new recruits out to the woods they'd be fucking he has them for five days they'd be fit to fucking kill when they come in I have a picture it was one of those I'm signs for the supermarket I'm to picture next week at the head of us it looks like something from the fucking black and tans I have a great picture of them we're all in combats and, and we, you're obviously taking it really seriously yeah we're all dressed in combats from head to toe with like woody guns <laughs> But it's SAS who dares wins. It's, yes. it's boys going out camping and doing manoeuvres and trawling through the mud and, and who? waiting, waiting. <laughs> in a, have you ever waited at a lump of fucking moss and a, in a wood? Which is on your head. And, and it's there, like it's quiet. And shh. And all the, uh, everything, Oscar Eagle. Oscar But who are you waiting for? We're on manoeuvres, Larita. We're they were manoeuvres. Wait, they were waiting for themselves what to get tired. What do you tired. think you do on tactical manoeuvres? You have to fucking wait. Oh, 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 wait oh, until oh. the time is right. But Hector, also, who is the enemy? <laughs> The enemy yeah. is everywhere. Well, who the is enemy? it? Was there a fox? <laughs> no, or? but the enemy is everywhere. The who? enemy is everywhere. You you just don't know. I will create a manoeuvre every day. What the fuck? <laughs> Was there like the trees? Where or? we'd have to go on an expedition. What, what, what you, would you looking for? What we you like were to... on an expedition. We were recruits. <laughs> what were you like? What are you like training the under 15s at fucking Clare Galway? If you're coming from the That's military why we're background. winning county titles. They're right, good. lads, get out. Hold on. Like... <laughs> Go around the beach. With the far side on. of the lake, for example, was Canuckine, which is which is the mountain where you could see seven counties. And you, so we would say, right, today, now, if you could get there and take it over, <laughs> that would be a huge thing. <laughs> We've so enough what we would have for to five do, days I would have, have a map do. of the lake and it's about seven miles long so I would say we would go to point A now which is, and we'd have our compasses and we'd get to point B and then we'd climb the top of the mountain. And we'd, the whole thing is to move without being seen. Yeah, but we'd sit no. on top of the mountain and we'd lie in the... <laughs> the, the on the top of the mountain was like meadow long grass and we'd be all the way through the meadow on our hands and knees. <laughs> Did you ever actually see anyone else? Huh? Did anyone else see you? Or did you see Nobody anyone else? knew we were there. It was undercover. We were undercover. I but, but my mother came with a present for me. <laughs> Hector! <laughs> I'm in here, by the way. Hector! She brought more shopping for you. And then one day, my Hector! <laughs> your mum, your mum. going. Your mum is straight from the woods. Cutest, and you can hear, hello, hello, But we, she had a yellow Citroen visa. Stand down, stand down. Hector's mother's coming. Stand down. Ask Bilge, you have to say that. Ask Bilge. All right. My mother, my mother had a yellow Citroen visa, right? And she drove down through the fields coming towards <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget it because I didn't want the Citroen visa coming into the camp. So I just ran up the field to meet Trina, my mother, and she brought me down a fucking Levi jacket for my 18th Uh-oh. birthday. And she said, I got this for you in, Mc- oh, in McKenna stop. Man and Nav. And, and she knew I wanted it. I was a big into the denim Levi jackets. And uh, she gave me the jacket. Can I ask you, did she think you weren't going to come back? Uh, she knew I was big into the language and all of this. Language. Was just the language camp. So that was my 18. Oh, wow. that was good. She, I never forget 
the image of a Citroen visa coming down a field towards the military <laughs> camp. And well, we, we couldn't let her into the camp. The military no, because camp. Because my se- I have sentries. I've I've lads on sentry duty through the night and through the day. Stop. So you had to tell them. Oh, had yeah. you walkie talkies or anything? Absolutely walkie talkies. Oh. But not closer. Like, oh, go go channel. Go channel here, the lads. Shooty punches. Lads, Shirley County. Shirley County. Go go channel it over. And your man is a hundred yards down the road. Over. Toshi and Trasna. So that was my 18. Did you ever go back on those trips? Did no, you? I think we were. Curti- and did the Disbanded. training? Did the training ever <laughs> come in useful? Come in useful in any other part of your life? Uh, no, <laughs> but for for you can understand that we were. I was in the summer college, the girls for June, July, and August. So the college would finish the last one would be all sad around the 20th of August. But we wouldn't be sad because on the Sunday when the course had over, I'd have my little band of eleven disciples, my eleven apostles, and we'd all head to the lake then for more for manoeuvres. And did you have the map hand drawn out? I have it on. We have all tactical it? displays, compasses, everything. This was high high tech. We didn't have live like ammunition. Bi- biros and paper, and yeah. and, and, and we were cooking ones. out at night time on a big fire, and we had our we had our tent assembled. We had an Irish flag flying high every day. We'd take it up and take it down. Our teeter on bratach no shunta. And would you sing the national anthem? Yes, and then we take it down and fold it properly. Legends, lessons. <laughs> what did you do for your twenty first? Can you remember? Um, I, I, I don't know. I can't remember what the fuck happened my twenty first. My thirtieth, I had in Spain with about twenty mates. We went to Torrevieja. We rented a, 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 a house in a complex, and twenty of us went out to Torrevieja. And I don't remember much of that. I remember being in a swimming pool in a baby's pool at eight o'clock in the morning. And we all took the, the old plastic seats down <laughs> into the baby's pool, and we were still up. And it was we had cigars and bottles of rum, and it was it was early morning. We'd done a good night's shift. We were partying. We went to a club called Pasha. Umfa, 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 umfa. And then at one stage at four o'clock in the morning in this club, the roof opened. <laughs> the roof opened. And it was a whole terraced area and it was banging techno. And we were having a good... We went down to the Monk's Bar. Do you know the, 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 you know the Monk? Mm-mm. The Monk. The Monk. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The Monk bought a boozer in Toravieca called the, the Priest's Chair or the Druid's Chair or something like that. And we had heard of the Monks at a pub. So we went in there for an afternoon and then we went to a nightclub. And it was Pasha. And then we... Uh, that next morning I remember we had a great night that night but sitting in a baby's pool with about 20 of your mates and all the women all the men all the boys and we're just sitting there smoking cigars and st- beautiful and can you remember your, your 40th was in the electric picnic my 40 my 40 I was lucky not to know another thing with the roof off that was another that was roofs off there I was lucky enough that the boys uh, uh, friends of mine who were involved in the electric picnic gave me permission and John Reynolds, God bless him, when I rang him and I said I wanted to do because a lot of mates were working behind the scenes at the electric picnic. I said, "Is there any way we can give me a little tent or something, just somewhere, little little corner?" Where Ended up in a big tent. It was a fucking massive tent in the near the electric <laughs> arena. While when everyone else pissed off and Good. they closed the area, we had our own massive tent. Yeah. You could fit a couple of thousand in there. We had DJs. Uh, there was a lot of a uh, uh, there was a safari full of different eclectic types of people. A lot of the crew came in there. Tommy was in the middle of it, and uh, <laughs> dancing with no drugs in, or drink on me. Because you were fortieth, it was coming up, and you weren't drinking at the you time. weren't you weren't drinking. Yeah, yeah. Or and drink. how long did you last? I lasted a good while because I'm a, once I get into be dancing, it's hard to stop. Me. <laughs> I can't. 
can imagine you going the corner dance. I don't have a lot of moves, but the ones that I do have, I'm very comfortable with. Uh, <laughs> so that was me 40. I, I, I did nothing for me 50th. I did nothing. fucking nothing. Uh, says the man who was on a retreat. What did I do with me 50th? I think, would you have a dinner at the house? I don't know. But anyway, isn't that a good one, the age? How come we, were you not minded to do something for your 50th? Or just... I, I, I think I might have, no, I just sort of did, what did we do? Did Was I away with the missus? I can't fucking remember. It's an, isn't it funny the way the 21st or Will the Will he be having 60th birthdays or is that inappropriate? Well, ask her. Ask us closest to the... Closer, that's the question. Closer to the time. time. But I, I, I have a feeling I might go mental for me 60th. Well, like, you'll have to catch I'm up on a lot of birthdays. I'm going to use all the frustrations from 13, 18, 21, <laughs> 40 and 50 and I'm just going to go fucking... Wild. Apeshit. I'm going to... Uh, do you know what I'm going to do? What? I am going to hire out if the health board would let me the old psychiatric hospital in Ballinasloe. <laughs> oh, that's appropriate. And there's going to be a different drug in every room. <laughs> <laughs> and different music and, and barbecues and fellas over yeah. from, from India playing fucking... Imp- Belly crime! Improvised <laughs> sitar. <laughs> you could go in and do belly dancing and fucking... Uh, and Buddhas and Hindus. And the fella said, pointing to his own skull, watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I, 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 my wife is very musical and uh, obviously with the Clare blood and the Kilfenora blood. What instruments does she play? The, the flute, which is very good tin whistle player. <gasps> very good, very, very good tin whistle player. And is the, she's very she would the, she wouldn't say that, but I know she is. The flute is out to the side. Yes, the flute. And so she's able to to, to do the funny thing with the lip. <laughs> yeah, like oh, brilliant. So Mary, like, the, before the, you go on, before you go on, a few, few questions. Would she ever play for her own comfort around the house? No, the flute is in under the bed. In its box. Yes, the flute it's is under the bed. The flute is under the bed. It only comes out of Christmas. Where's, where's, where's the flute? The flute is under the, the bed. bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, where's the flute is in? It's packed away it's under box. the bed. It only comes out at Stevens's day. Okay, oh, well, for the the wrens. The wren, the wren, the king of the wren, the wren, the wren, the wren. So, uh, so whichever just to get the tin whistle. Where's that? Oh, she would have the tin whistle down in the in the in, in the, the cutlery in the cutlery. <laughs> 
she's about 14 whistles in the cutlery because DC yeah there was a time when the boys were in Bournemouth National School that they were all doing their little yeah. you know they deedle 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 dee and it was driving us mentally the dawning of the you, day you go to the Christmas nativity play and, and now we'll have we'll have junior and senior infants and they'll be like beedle, my dogs are throw going my, fucking mental <laughs> my, my young lad my youngest boy Shane would be always there acting as if he's playing and he plays nothing useless Reen took up the banjo Reen was decent on the banjo and I had these envisions of the boys the banjo we banjo three who live up the road for me came down and played for the communion for Reen's communion we had a bit of an old tent out the back and we had a peroni on draft and it drove uncles and aunties demented <laughs> <laughs> there were uncles and aunties coming in and they were like what's that and I had, I had, a, I had a, a little gazebo we banjo three playing and we had a keg of peroni and after a while I had the tall glasses after a while I could see everyone getting a little bit locked on the peroni but I go, that's one of the best beers I've ever tasted <laughs> <laughs> little did they know it was really super strong so by the end of the night anyway Reen is on the banjo he's learned that so Dipna would be trying to teach uh, the boys the, the tin whistle. She's a really good tin whistle player. The best tin whistle player in the country is a lady from Spittle called Mary Bergen. Oh, yeah. Who's an absolute... She's the Jimi Hendrix of the tin whistle. So that she would always... Puts be. behind her head and plays it. <laughs> uses her ear to blow us Psychedelic tin whistle. <laughs> 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 Um, there must be somewhere <laughs> to the joker to the thief um, but tell me does your, does your wife play for her own comfort and amusement ever oh she no but Stevens' day we go to a local pub over the road and there'd be about 60 people in there about 4 o'clock in the evening and she would just hooch into the session Lovely. and just every love tune that. and for those of you listening who don't know Hector's wife uh, the family is the Kilfenora Kilfenora Kayleigh Kayleigh Band. Band. Yeah. so Imagine, they'd be that's just super talented I tell talented you this was a sound <sighs> In their house, going, oh, oh, just a fucking the soft stomp oh, of the floor lovely. as the tune is fucking hopping, beautiful, and and all that side. So music is big in their house, but uh, it hasn't. Reen has given up the banjo. Shane has no interest in it, uh, and it reminded me of when I and this is the thing when I tried to learn a musical instrument. My mother had the wiseness to go downtown one day and buy me a guitar. I was about nine years of age, and I used to have to go to classes to learn the guitar. So. I would put the guitar in the, the sort of bag and walk from my house every Saturday morning about a mile towards the first bridge. And then I'd get down, climb down the side of the bridge and walk along the train tracks for another two miles and go to this... That's the cover of the album now. Hector on the train tracks. I was just visualising that while you were talking. I'd go along the train tracks then and go down towards the Kells Road and I'd get off the train tracks and then I'd go down to this house and there was a little sort of an old annexed flat roof beside it and I'd knock on the door and it was the home of the Bogey Boys and Smiths. A very musical family uh, and the sister is one day at a time. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's where they, they were born. And I'd go in there. That's a... Wait, it's like a fucking clue from a crossword. <laughs> the sister was born in the song? Who, who, sang, who sang this? She, I'm only human. Loads of people Loads sang of people. No! I'm just a woman. Louise Morrissey. No! Lord help me to say. Mrs. Smith. And help me to breathe. You've forgotten her name, haven't no, you? No, I'm trying to remember as I sing this. Margot. Margot. I'm just a woman. Is Margot related to Daniel O'Donnell? Yes. So what was no, she doing no, now? it wasn't Margot. It wasn't. It was Gloria. 
Gloria, Gloria, and it was number one in Ireland That's for about right, yeah. 14 weeks. Oh. She's from Navin. Yeah. So the is Smith, she? yeah, and the Bogey Boys. Gloria Smith, is that yeah, her name? Gloria Smith. And no. the Bogey Boys were a very famous rock and roll band in Ireland in the 80s. Tony Smith and all the boys were in the Bogey Boys. And that's the house. One of the boys there from the Bogey Boys would teach me the guitar. And I'd knock on the door and it was Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. And I would bring in my 50p or my pound oh, yeah. and drop it in the thing, the, 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 the box. And I'd sit on a plastic chair <laughs> and he'd go, OK, here we go. <laughs> I was old MacDonald for about six fucking months. It was cash. <laughs> and I put the bag, I put the, I put the, that's thanks, actor. OK, see you next week. Rock and roll legend back in the train tracks. I'd walk up the train tracks the I'd walk up the train tracks and get stung by nettles on the way back up and then I'd climb up to the top of the bridge at the moat bridge and then I'd walk another mile and a half past all the tinkers and then I'd get home to the bungalow and then I'd go in and my mother would say there's a bit of sandwich spread there with two slices of ham and a sandwich bit of bread. Spread. So some sandwich spread left over or just salad cream. Have your lunch. Oh. And then she said, did you learn much today? And I go, I did. Take it out there and play it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I only learned the first five lines. <laughs> so, so after about three years of this, right, every Saturday morning, <laughs> No lifts, just go out in the rain with me fucking head and down the road, down the bridge, across the tracks, into the fucking thing, drop the pound in the fucking thing. I fucking was there going, fuck this fucking shit. So one day in the sitting room, I said, fuck the guitar. And I fucking <laughs> off the couch. I said to splinterines and fucking cunt, bastard of a guitar. Fuck yes, fuck off. And, <laughs> and the guitar was like, <laughs> <laughs> and that was the strings air. everywhere. The string, there was no more fucking old McDonald for me. <laughs> my father goes, that guitar is fucked anyway. Like, well, I bit the guitar off the cable end of the house. Cunt, fuck you, fuck off. And that was my. That was the only time oh. I tried to learn it, and it was. It was that journey. But so, so do you guys ever play anything? I played the tin whistle all the time, but I can still <laughs> only you? play the same do things you? all the time. Class. Is that your party piece? Yeah, but I can't. I can play the dawning of the day <gasps> and I can play Sean South from Gary Owen, you know. <laughs> do you ever take out but the flute? It, it that's so hard. funny. Yeah, wait, my sister got married initially and there was a, there's a, a band. They <laughs> flew them over anyway and they were all at the wedding. And I said to them on the next night, you know, and we were having like a big barbecue and they were playing outside and I said, I can play the tin whistle and I brought it with me and they were like, oh, brilliant. Come on, so up. It's the next thing. They were like, do you want me to, will we support you playing? I said, I'm happy enough to go alone, but I said, you can join in if you want. <laughs> next thing I started playing, D, F, 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 D, A, D, B, D, 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 E, F, D, F, B, D, E, F. They were like, they, well, you went on it. <laughs> everyone was sitting around going, Is this supposed to be good? Are you a grown adult? And is this supposed to be good? Is and this then, your sister? Is she all right? And the band are there going, looking at each other, like strumming the, the guitar. Of the day in the Mediterranean. And then, and then they're saying, They're saying, 
you were sort of going too fast and too slow for us to join in. <laughs> That's a, a remarkable <laughs> gift, Larita, to, to be able to go too slow and too fast. They didn't know what I they love needed. That. I love that five-star Mediterranean hotel. So I played the dawning, the dawning, and then I said, "I have another one," and they were like, "No, no, it's, no, okay. it's okay, it's all right." And I was like, "No, I'll just go with the bit I know." So next thing, GA, the Sean South from Ga- and then I got to about, I got to about the. T- <laughs> yeah, and then I, I was like, I, I think I'll leave it. That now I, I just can't remember the end of it. So the, and I still have the tin whistle and I still bring it out every now and then oh, and play Tommy, it. Tommy, do you ever learn anything? No. <laughs> do you think that you're competitive people? Oh yeah, I am. You are. Yeah. And how would that? So you. It in, doesn't overrule my life now. Yeah. You know, I don't like. Oh, oh my God, I have to win everything, but I do like to win things. So uh, where would you get an opportunity to express your competitiveness? Um, I play Scrabble sometimes, but I'm not great at it. Okay. But I do like to maybe cheat a little bit. If you, you, play, you play with your fella yeah, during lockdown, the two of you. Yeah. Now, he, he's good with words. Yeah, so that's a problematic because I can't A spell that many words and yeah. he, he even knows Latin words. So, you know, it's a bit of a problem. So yeah. I don't win that much. But I think my competitiveness came from playing football and, you know, doing that, you know, running and stuff when yeah, you were but, a kid. But, but where does it come out now? Like, like so you... Arguments. Oh, you have to win arguments. I like winning arguments, yeah. And, you're and then if I think relentless and just yeah, and then if I think I've lost the argument, and I'll say it's start. But I'm sure that's what I said. It's I'll change my argument. You know, I'll just mm. go. But sure, that's what mm. I was trying to tell you. I'm like, you know, do. I have noticed that um, that you are quite competitive with arguments. Yes, you do like to have the last word, and you always do. But that's that's what I said ten minutes ago. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's your signature move as an yeah. as an arguer. Go, yeah. 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 yeah, I used to do it to my father all the time. Well, and the you're fairly is... fucking relentless as well. You're kind of, yeah. you don't let the yoke go. You're just fucking yeah. at it and at yeah. it and at it. Is that a male thing? Yeah, well, it's my, I don't know, what's my thing? But say now with, you work as a fundraiser for the Mayo Roscommon Hospice. Yeah. How does being competitive come out in that? Um, or are you, does it come out in that? I don't know would it be coming out in that, but you'd still like to succeed and get money for the charity. So you'd okay. be kind of... Doing everything mm. you Who are do. now? So the Mayo Roscommon <laughs> Hospice is a charitable organisation yes. and survives entirely on funding. Yes. Who are your enemies? Like with the Sligo Leitrim <laughs> Hospice, would, they, would that be a derby if it was a, a five side match? If there was a fundraiser on, that'd be <laughs> it'd be us versus the Sligo Leitrim boys. Yeah. So who'd be your enemies, Larita? Uh, it's charity, though. So you don't have. Come enemies. on, who Come are your on. enemies? It would be definitely not a another hospice. That wouldn't be your char- your enemy because you'd be trying to. That'd be the movement you'd be working. Yeah, towards. but there's fundraisers okay. in there. You would, you know, that bitch from fucking Sligo is on the phone again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. You wouldn't be with the the. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't be like that now. I'd be like, what charity do you think gets enough fucking money in the just to give the rest of you a bit of a break? <laughs> the ones that the thing I hate the most. Yes. About fu- any type Get of it off your chest About any type of fundraising Is ones that don't go to a charity What do you mean? Like Say for instance This woman in England She was a I think she was a I don't a like politician, her already right? she was, I think she was a politician And her cat needed to get Cataract operation done right Yes So she set up a GoFundMe page Go fuck yourself bitch Yeah And she was really 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 wealthy And the cat like, Got funded She put loads of pictures Of the cat up And look, look at its eyes And oh my god Look at the poor yeah. cat And people started Pouring money Into this GoFundMe page And that's what I don't like it, Because there's no Accountability for that page 
She yes. could raise 20,000 and the cat's operation could cost but, two but and you, she could just keep the rest of the money. But you've no problem, say, with an ad for an old donkey who has only the three legs and the one wonky eye. and <laughs> Gets a replacement leg. Yeah. You've no problem with charities that work with donkeys. Oh, no, I've no problem with charities but, that are raising the money. Yeah. yeah. But, but I don't like, say... For instance, if I decided tomorrow I needed a new haircut and I couldn't afford to get it done and I could set up a GoFundMe page and I could what? get €20,000 for a haircut. I don't like that. Okay. So, so I have a hostility towards that And do you kind come of across pocket. it much? Is there much of it? Like It's becoming more and more and more popular. Yeah. No, how I mean, getting away with the it? majority of people are going to be honest and they're not going to set up a page just for the crack like. Yeah. But it's a big thing. Mm, was like you you could see Hector's uh, little group that they used to go out doing their training for you know that that group that you had your, oh, when yeah, you were 16 <coughs> if you decided to have that group now GoFundMe we could you get could set up a GoFundMe page hundreds of thousands and they of people could have donations exactly and there's no there's yeah. no regulation to that. Can I don't I, like that. You wouldn't be competitive in fundraising. Like I wouldn't my, try my and, race I night. wouldn't say, for instance, a poor like other charity that's running alongside us, I wouldn't try and hack them down until I had all the money taken for us. Like, I wouldn't do that. No, but you, you said that sentence so fluently, the idea has obviously crossed your mind. <laughs> uh, are you competitive, Hector? Um, I, you I, are competitive. I, no, Tommy, there's no you, point in being competitive. Yeah, you're you a have liar. to be competitive. You're such a liar. No. I'd go to your house to play pool, the best of fucking... Yeah, but that's the, totally the, different. The first to ten. I mean, I, I no, yeah. I, no, I, no, I need to get off the walk changes when he's ahead of me no. and he just gets a bit more No, no. And he loves it when he baits me. Don't you love it when you bait me at the pool? Let's just say. Do you love it when you bait me at the pool? I love when I... I know you love it, you I, I love seeing Tommy putting the... Suffer. Cue... <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing Tommy putting the cue back in the thing and then I see him go back to the car. We drank about six pots of tea and I said, right, I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you. And, and he, he puts the cue yeah. in I've been bet 10-4. <laughs> 10-4 And your head's that's, that's, a bad beat. that's a bad beat in the reason You're bad. The first couple of frames were trappy but then when I open up that arm and I start to get the shoulder I get, <laughs> and I start doing them long pots that he yeah. sees he just the magnificent even if I'm up tight against the cushion I'll be there like this and he knows it's coming Tommy I've been watching you potting balls we've been watching you do the potting balls for all of our lives years. we're fanatics so tell me about so you're That's I would be competitive about you because you're a good player. Now, and, but and tell me, I have to raise my game. Tell me other play, places where you're competitive. We, we have tables in our house, and we're we're fanatics for that. Are you competitive? When I was playing squash, table tennis in see table tennis, now. table tennis in Skullmira, I beat Alan Riley. I was in fourth class, he was in sixth class, and I became the table tennis champion of Skullmira way back in the day and my picture is in still in the hallway <gasps> and there's a picture of me and Alan still Roy. in the school They're still in the school but I was fourth class and I was beating a lad from sixth in table tennis so I, I was competitive back then that's a, like a league of Ireland team beating fucking Bayern Munich yes. in the Bundesliga yes <laughs> am I competitive as a coach with my team that I'm coaching yeah. now yes, oh, yes. yes. blood there, will, there, be there blood. will be blood of course what are you like on the sideline are you roaring no I remember mm. when you and I were coaching They remember I told you the story about the Liverpool legends and oh, the yes, Man yeah. United legends came to yeah. town and myself and Hector got to play 15 minutes each <laughs> yes with the, with the two teams but we, we were kind of half told beforehand that you'll be the coaches of the team. Like the right. fucking stupidity of that us fucking shouting instructions to European Cup winners and fucking <laughs> FA Cup medalists. But I remember hold it there, hold it, yeah, hold it back four and push it all right. I remember in one the centre, John. John. N- Nigel Davenport, a fucking quality footballer. <laughs> I remember him running up the side of the and you're Davo, go Davo, go Davo, go. So you have a natural 
Yeah. Maybe on the sideline. So what, what are you what, like on the sideline of a GA pitch? What I'm learning, what I'm learning as a coach going into a minor season. Oh, Jesus. That I will not be as boisterous or aggressive on the side and there's no point now shouting at these young men because the football they know they're better players than I'll ever be so it's now time for me to step back to get my point across before they enter the pitch yes. and for them to do the work and I've told my co-coaches and my manager to lads there's no more shouting there's no more shouting now it's up to them so what I'm trying to do is take that step back and be very calm Jim Galvin-esque are you Sean Boylan-esque are you stand back competitive with your work like would you look at other travel presenters and go he's <laughs> oh, that fucking no I would be a little bit I would be a little bit ah no I wouldn't be competitive if, if I hear if I hear any more I'm not that competitive I'm not that he totally is competitive I, if I hear any fucking more of film stars going around the world on fucking motorbikes going we're going to go around the bend around the world and it's called a long way around and just me and my best friend with another bike and we're in Mongolia and this is amazing and this is the best thing hardest thing we've ever done my arse is sore my fucking boils in my feet I've blisters I'm dehydrated we have diarrhoea <clears throat> nah, bollocks. Just turn the camera around and show the 55 crew waiting in fucking Winnebago's behind you, you pile of shite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, you watch after uncovering, yeah. Tommy. Yeah, we're, after, we're, pe- oh. we're peeling back the layers oh. now. Yeah, it's all coming. <laughs> now we... And, and that's because... Was that, was that competitive? That's because, Hector, that's because you have done the real hardcore talking to just three of you on the road. Yeah, no funded, helicopters. These boys are funded by the BBC. You're funded fucking by... six a, drones. By the fucking... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by Klaus and Naveen out, out, out in the one. No, or maybe a survival guy that says, I, right, I'm here, I'm on the west coast of Ireland and this is an amazing and he's a very famous survival guy and I, I, I like Ray Mears, Bushcraft. That's the only guy that I like, Ray Mears. But this famous guy with black hair that used to be in the military that has a posh accent from England that gets sponsored for everything he does if he raises a spoon he's sponsored but he said he came to Ireland and he says I'm on the west coast of Ireland it's one of the most rugged places I've ever been this reminds me of Antarctica and Patagonia I don't know where I am I'm disorientated I'm cold I'm hypothermic I'm hungry I haven't eaten in six days all I'm going to eat is this sweet moss I'm going to try and go about seven miles this way the wind is coming in I better get some shelter I better buy some shelter it's getting cold my hands are numb I've nothing here except a pen knife oh look there's a carcass of a sheep oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah bollocks he's just fucking stumbled across a carcass of a sheep yeah. I've only got one knife here it's going to be pretty difficult this reminds me when I cut the umbilical cord of my child but I'm fucking sawing into it here and I'm going to saw this sheep <laughs> saw this sheep wide open oh night has fallen night is falling I'm hypothermic if I don't get warmth I'll die I think I'm going to wrap myself into the intestines of the sheep and sleep here tonight and I'm going to envelop the sheep's fucking guts around me and sleep inside the sheep and hopefully wake up close in the morning and I'll be alive Bollocks. They stayed in a hotel in fucking Clifton that night. It's bollocks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Tommy, I ask you the question, is oh, Hector Jesus. competitive? I don't think he's competitive at Where all. Did that come out of? I don't think he's competitive no, at all. not competitive. No, fair <laughs> like, I would say from that conversation, he's definitely I don't like not. them type of shows that try and fool an audience. Yes, yes. Thank you all for downloading the podcast wherever you are around the world or whatever parish you're in around Ireland. We're delighted with the reaction. Click and subscribe on Spotify and Google and Acast and all the places where you get your podcast. And that's it for today, isn't it? I Mind so. yourselves out yeah. there. Yeah, finally slow.
Rita, one of my cousins. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.